everyone, welcome back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, aka Kimchi on stage. I am a stripper, I am also a digital content creator, and also a former sugar baby from back in the day. And I am so excited to be bringing everyone brand new episodes every single week on anything to do with the sex industry basically any form of sex work any kink any fetish any topic (laughs) basically there's no territories here so i am happy to bring new episodes to everyone every single week to help destigmatize and normalize the sex industry and sex work so that's a little bit about me in a nutshell but i am really stoked to finally bring this guest on to the show And I'm sure a lot of you, especially if you were based here in British Columbia or Alberta, may be familiar with this super famous photographer. And yes, I am am referring to you as famous. (laughs) Legendary. I am so happy to bring on the Liquid Cherry Strip on to the show today. Are you there? Hello. Yes. And I actually didn't know, like, didn't ask if you wanted me to use your real first name. (laughs) Yeah. It's Mike with an M. Mike with an M. Yes. I was like, (laughs) I'm just going to call you Liquid for the entire interview. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) Most people aren't sure whether I'm a guy or girl from my page anyways. I get a lot of questions like, yes, girl, you get it, girl. I get a lot of little messages like that. Oh, I bet you do. (laughs) Oh gosh, Mike, it's so good to have you on. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good to hear. It's been, yeah, we were going to do this a while ago, and then all of a sudden, some crazy virus hit, and everything went sideways. Everything went sideways, because, like, basically, I had you on my list for season one. Yeah. It's season three. (laughs) That's okay. Like, it's just wild. It took me a lot longer to think about my answers, so. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, because, like, well, basically, the pandemic happened, and then I I wasn't sure if you were going to continue on. I wasn't either. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. But, like, I thought you were done. There was a farewell pose kind of thing, and I was like, was, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I, once I finished that, I almost pretty much started crying like a baby and thought, have I done the right thing? <laughs> but yeah so oh gosh but here we are but here we are and you have not i mean you rebooted everything we're gonna we're gonna get into everything today but basically for those i mean there's a lot of internationalist listeners people in part, other parts of canada as well that listen to the show but the liquid cherry strip is, uh, aka mike <laughs> is a <laughs> photographer based here in beautiful british columbia and mike does the wonderful job of getting to photo like photography getting to photograph it's my second interview of the day to photograph lovely dancers from the west coast canada or whoever is passing through our region here in the pacific northwest and you do such a fantastic job in terms of like capturing moments on stage and just getting the right angles and just capturing people's personas on stage i have i've always admired your work and i'm so excited to see the photos that you shot at shakers <laughs> so stoked yeah. about that but yeah like i am really really curious and i'm sure the audience is also curious as well in terms of like 
who you are and like what do you think it, it is that you do like what what it is what what do you think you do in your own words and in your own terms <laughs> you know I, I'd actually ask myself this <laughs> more in the context of how the hell did I get here yeah doing this? and um you know it, it's it's a really weird thing because I mean, obviously, when I'm shooting and I'm in the club and I'm in that atmosphere, I get a million guys come out to me, you got the best job in the world. Right. And, and, and all of they see is like that, hey, this guy's shooting, you know, all these beautiful strippers and all this stuff and mm-hmm. and that. But, you know, it's never been about that. I never intended to get into this aspect of photography ever. It was never even on my radar. Yeah. Wasn't something that was planned. Wasn't something that I even thought about. I I, I just fell into it and I, I can go into how that all happened but yes yeah, yeah I I wasn't even gonna take pictures of models or any of that stuff I'm actually a family tree nut what? and I was putting all these digital what do I do with all these pictures or, or all these pages that I've got and so I'd go and essentially steal backgrounds off of Google <laughs> and they're all pixelated off and I thought you know what I'm gonna take my own pictures I live in a beautiful place with ocean and trees and mm-hmm. whatever so yes. I started taking pictures of that and then I thought, I want to take a picture of an per- actual person. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of this girl, and I thought, hey, they turned out really good. Looking back now, they were awful, but at the time, <laughs> I thought they were good. And then I shot a girl with a bunch of tattoos, and all of a sudden, my inbox just got flooded. Hey, would you shake? And I knew nothing about the industry, like nothing, not a clue. Wow. And then I just kind of went from there. And then lived on an island. You only got so many people, but mm-hmm. we had a strip club. Mm-hmm. So... As the dancers, I thought, well, hey, I wonder what they do during the day, because they probably get kind of bored, because with the Fox, the girls mm-hmm. dance from, like, noon until 2 in the morning, yeah. every two hours. So it was an all-day. It's not like they didn't start till 8, so they were all doing whatever until 8 o'clock. So yeah. I had a bit of a captive audience. Um, I shot a couple, and then, yeah, and that's how this kind of started, really. I shot them outside, like, as promo, not okay. on stage. I didn't even think about it, because I... Thought, well you can't shoot in clubs anyway so it didn't even really cross my mind yeah for sure but then Janine Jericho was in town I'm sure a bunch of you know who she is yes and I shot her out parking lot we had talked and, and all the stuff and she said hey me and Heather Heaven are doing a duo tomorrow night would mm. you want to shoot it and I said yeah well the club's cool with that okay yeah so she said okay, well, I'll, I'll ask them and all the stuff. So I didn't really think that they were going to go for it anyway, so I didn't give it much thought. So she texted me and said, yeah, they're totally cool with that. So we'll wow. see you tomorrow night. And I thought, yeah. So I come home wow. and I'm just, I'm on YouTube <laughs> all night looking for tips and tricks and because I'd never gone in that kind of atmosphere before. Mm-hmm. You know, with lights and people moving and dark and all yes. stuff. And I pretty much came out of it the next morning thinking, well, there's no, there's no tricks to it, really. You just kind of have to figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. So I showed up, and I actually shot Heather Heaven was the very first dancer that I shot on stage. Oh, great. Before, their, so good. before their duo. Yes. She was going out, and so I asked, hey, do you mind if I do kind of a warm-up shoot and kind of get used to it and figure it out? So she said, no, so she was my very first shoot, and then I shot the duo, uh-huh. and... I thought nothing of it. Like, I honestly thought that was it. Like, it was a cool, one-off thing. Cool yeah. little experience, did everything. And the pictures were posted. And I, again, no clue. And then the next week, lineup that was coming, they all contacted me. Oh said, hey, God. would you shoot my show? Wow. And I was like, 
well, if the club's okay with it, sure. Yeah. And then the club is okay with it. And this happened for like a month straight. Every girl just about that was, every dancer that was coming asking me this. And I'm thinking the club is going to kill me. Yeah. So Lauren, the guy mm. who I didn't really know at the time, he ran the Fox for like 24 years. Yes. And I said to him, I said, man, you must be getting pissed off. Eh? And he said, nope. He said, uh, just make sure that your sign's up saying you're there. Make sure the DJ announces it and go for it. Yeah. So I went for it and... We became, you know, I mean, pretty good friends by the end of it because I've seen him so often. We had a lot of talks and mm-hmm. uh, probably about two years into it, he, we were in the DJ booth one night and he goes, um, I got to hand it to you. And I said, what's that? And he said, I never thought you'd fucking last. <laughs> and I said, what? What do you mean? And he goes, oh, I said, I thought you'd screw up for sure. Uh- he said, I thought, he said, I thought that you would, you know, hit on a dancer or mm-hmm. you would do something. But he said, I got nothing but respect. He said, I'm going to hand it to you. He said, I've talked to the girls over the last couple of years periodically. And he said, I've never heard one bad thing. Wow. So he, so I had his trust. And then he would bring me in to shoot his special events. Like they would have pillow fight championships. And then he yeah. did. He also did the drag race mm. a couple of years. Where it was like a, an amateur, con- not an amateur contest, but like a kind of a, a run the same way. Yeah. But it was all... It was all like, um, like drag queens and oh, all fun. kinds of stuff, which was, it was cool. The place would be packed. Yeah. And they would go up and do a show and yeah, he did it for a couple of years. So fun. And so I would, so I shot that and you know, the only ones I didn't really shoot were amateur nights just because, mm-hmm. you know, well, I mean, random I got asked to a couple of times, but I just said, no, I said a lot of the dance, you know, the people out there are going to be nervous enough as it is. So. Yeah, exactly. Like but you want to contribute to that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I did, and, and it started out, I would just go Friday nights, and then they had shower shows on Wednesdays, and they had this really cool glass shower and these cool lights, but then a couple of the dancers said, hey, would you mind coming in Wednesday to do, like, do a shower shoot? And yeah. I was like, oh, that's fine. So next thing you know, I'm there, like, two or three nights a week, almost, every week. Wow. Just shooting, and I would just shoot and shoot and shoot, and, you know, the dancers became friends because... Because mm-hmm. I'd see them so often. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the most meaningful things to me ever, I think, is I was sitting in the DJ booth one night. The Fox had a big DJ booth with a couple of chairs. And it was kind of a, you know, the dancers walk around, you know, looking for VIPs or whatever. And then they just yeah. come and sit in the DJ booth. And, and I was sitting there. And I can't even remember the context, but Grace Haynes. Oh, Grace. She, I love yeah, her. She, she came in and she said to me, he goes, you know what, Mike? And I said, what's that, Grace? And she said, you're considered family in the dancer community now. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that meant, like, I don't even think she has any idea what that meant. And that's actually when I realized, you know what? I kind of made it. Yeah. Up until Definitely. that point, it was like, because being, especially being, like, a male photographer shooting yes. dancers, I mean, it. So it can be a minefield. Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah. And I didn't expect to get accepted by all of the dancers. And you're never going to be accepted by everybody. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority were have been super supportive the entire time. That's amazing. And that makes so, me like so happy to hear that, too. And, I mean, 
yeah, you've definitely worked your way up in, in terms of like building your business. And it from what it sounds like, it sounds like really, honestly, from word of mouth. Yeah, it was. Literally and from word of mouth. The, you know, the pictures. I, I think now I've lost count, but I think I'm somewhere around I've shot 160 dancers, what? like different dancers. I've shot a lot of them multiple times, but I've shot yeah. 160 different dancers on stage now I think that's so amazing I was going to ask Mike how many do you think that you've shot yeah, <laughs> like, 100, what's the tally? 100, about 160 and oh, I, wow. you know what I didn't I mean you would think about it and think oh man I wonder if I could go do this in other clubs and stuff because I really just did it at the Fox it was 10 minutes from my house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how it started to spread a little bit is I was at work at my day job mm-hmm. and I seen a post for Miss New Canada was coming up. Yes, that's right. Yeah, back at the county. Yeah, so I thought, I wonder. And I thought, ah, it's in Calgary. They're going to have, you know, six million photographers or whatever. But I thought, mm-hmm. whatever. And I, I, I sent a little message. I said, hey, if you're looking for a photographer or whatever, or another photographer, you know, I might be interested or whatever. And um, Independent wrote back right away. Yeah, Independent. And said, nice if you're too. interested... Ken's going to call you. Ken runs independent and stuff. Right. So I said, yeah, no, I'm interested. And then Ken called and, and he said, you know, are you serious about you'd come out and stuff? And I said, absolutely. And all stuff. And he said, if you want it, you got it. He said, I love your work. Yay. And, and, uh, yeah, so that's how he did me. And the one thing, you know, I've got to know Ken really well. And mm-hmm. like he said, the one thing why he's allowed me to do as much as I have, like with the Alberta clubs and stuff too, as he said, I can tell you care about the industry. Yeah, definitely. It you know, shows. That you're not just in it for money and for yourself. And he said, I can legitimately tell you care about the industry and, and the dancers and stuff. So that's cool, which I do. Sometimes yeah. I, I think, how the hell am I in the middle? It's got nothing to do with me. But, <laughs> yeah. I love, love the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. So. And we love you too. Like, and it was so nice yeah. to finally meet you in person. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. To... <laughs> yeah, finally got to shoot you. Yes, cool. yeah. Like, it was honestly, I was so nervous on, on that Friday dancing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh dear God. The last time I danced was like in February, and that was like pandemic time. So it was completely different landscape. Like, the club was closed at like 10, it was open for like six or four hours. I think yeah. it was like six to ten uh, or something. I was nervous too. I hadn't done it in almost well a year and a half or whatever. I was rushed, and there is a flow that you get into, mm-hmm. and the more you do it, you start to figure things out. You just kind of go up, and I felt like I just started again, and I was <laughs> in a new club I'd never shot in before, and there's just so many factors. But oh, I mean, yeah. the Shaker staff was awesome. I oh. mean, they treated me so well. Like Jade was great. Oh, I'm so so glad. Like... So yeah, they were, they were. I got nothing but good things to say about about the staff at Shakers. They were all awesome. <laughs> DJs, doormen, everybody was was great. Yeah, super super respectful and just like as you said, like family. Yeah, like family. Yeah. No, right? it was good. So... No, I love the dancer community, and that that's where you know it's hard sometimes because I can't become you know, good friends with some of them and then mm-hmm. to see what they've been going through the last year and a half with the pandemic and nothing yeah. opened and then it's, hey, everything's going to open and no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. You know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's hard to see them go through that stuff. So, 
Totally. Well, I mean, like, you also went through that, too, because, again, like, I feel like you're a really big part of the community, too. And, like, when everything shut down, that also shut yeah. down your business. Can you tell me a little bit about how you felt? Like, and when I remember reading that farewell post as well, like, what kind of emotions were going through your mind and stuff, if you want to reminisce yeah. <laughs> back then? Yeah, it was... It was something I had thought about for quite a while because, as you know, like, when the Fox closed here. Yes. And being on an island, it was like, I've got nowhere to go. I've got nowhere to do this. Yeah. So, and I loved all the dancers so much and the community and and the, the atmosphere and all of that. And I felt like... It, I was almost hurting myself because I was posting all of these memories. Yeah. And all of my friends. But it was like, I'm here and I can't do anything about it. You know, like I can't, I, I have to travel to do it now. I have to take time off of my regular job to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to plan it. I can't just drive 10 minutes down to the club anymore. No. Yeah. That makes and things more complicated for sure. It, it was very, it's very, it can be very complicated. Really. It's just, it's, and I got, I just started getting really down and I was like, you know, maybe it's time to just look back and say, you know what? I had a really good run for, you know, two, three years and met some amazing people and got to know this amazing industry, but maybe it's time to just focus on what I can do here and can control here. Oh, and, wow. and that was my intention. So mm-hmm. I was going to, I was going to do that. And then, it was just hard because I'd look at the pictures and I'd miss it so much. And then pretty soon it's like, Fuck, I, I can't quit this. Yeah. I feel like I'm just leaving them, you know, like mm-hmm. they've all been going through this. And I feel like I'm just kind of abandoning them saying, oh, I'll see ya. You know, right. shit got tough. So I'm going to go do my own thing now. So. Right. And you know what? Like, I mean, those are legitimate and valid feelings and thoughts because I know like, some people that definitely left the industry completely during the pandemic, you know? So like, it's not, don't feel bad that you felt that way. It's just the reality that, you know, COVID took away so much from us and like hurt our community so much too. Like a lot of us were really struggling. Yeah. No, it was the only thing is because I had become, you know, such wide, I shouldn't say had, I have become, such good friends with with some of the dancers that mm-hmm. you know we would still talk a lot and talk about it and you know so there was still that and then Ken again going back to with the guy that runs independent and stuff I mm-hmm. mean he's pretty convincing and <laughs> I don't think was gonna let me just necessarily walk away like when I said <laughs> I was quitting and I'm done and all the stuff and he said well you know best luck to you and stuff and yeah but he kept phoning me you know, <laughs> you know, about this and talk and stuff. So he's pretty convincing. He's created me pretty well. So Oh good. Good. I'm so glad. And I guess yeah. like with everything that has just been opening up, like I mean at the time at this time of recording, um number five just opened this week. We're gonna have Brandy's opening up really soon as well. And it just seems like the whole province is opening up again as well as like the rest of Canada too. So when was that point where you're like, okay, maybe I'm gonna try this again and maybe I'm not quite done yet you know I don't know if there was an exact point it was almost like I couldn't quit yeah you know what I mean it, it's not like I quit and then there's a point in the day I'm coming back it was like 
I would look at my, because that's why I never deleted my Cherry Strip page, mm-hmm. which I was going to. I thought, I'm just going to cut really? the cord. I'm going to delete it. It's gone. Oh everything else. And I went to delete it. I couldn't. I just, I, I couldn't. Oh. And I thought, well, okay, well, maybe I'll just kind of leave it. Because people like looking at the pictures, so I'll just yeah. leave it up. But I was finding myself going back, looking at them. And then when the Shakers thing came up, you know, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, mm-hmm. and... You know, I was talking, I, it was it was Jade from Shakers, yeah and, yeah, and we had talked a few times, and she said, well, why didn't you come over here and, and shoot and all this stuff, and I said, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I should, and, you know, let's kind of pick a date, and she said, well, what about this date, and I said, well, I don't know, I said, you know what, okay, I'll come and do that for that date, and she said, well, no, come do the Thursday, too, because the lineup's different, I was like, yeah, okay, so then... I went over there, and then as I started thinking about it, you start kind of getting more excited. And then, yeah. you know, when I walked in the club again, it was like, fuck, I'm home. Like, I, <laughs> I love doing this stuff. So. Oh, this is so nice to hear. Like, I mean, yeah, there's like that anticipation that builds, the nervousness, the anxiety, like the excitement. It's all like all these emotions coming through. I'm sure that, <laughs> that happened, right? <laughs> yeah, and then... Again, like they say, I was all rusty, and I was just like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> but I kind of managed to, to figure it out, I, I hope. But. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, like um, you, you are super wildly talented at what you do. So, yeah, I, I'm sure the pictures turn out amazing. And, like, yeah. it's almost like muscle memory, you know? Like, when you, when you pick up a camera, it's just like, oh, it's like I'm riding a bike again. Like, you don't really... You don't really forget. <laughs> yeah. But it gets more and just I, like getting in the groove, right? Yeah. And I think for me too, because I was up until I started shooting in the club, I was like everybody else that went to the club for the most part. Mm-hmm. I was just there to, you know, watch, you know, dancers dance around naked and yep. BS with your buddies and all this and didn't appreciate what was going on on stage. Mm-hmm. And then I think even when I was shooting, because when I was just getting started too, it, it was hard to pay attention really to what was going on because I was so thinking about lights and and this kind of stuff. And I think right. where it really hit me like the appreciation was at Miss New Canada because the shows were so big mm-hmm. and the dancer, you know, every dancer was like 15 dancers and they're all super talented. Yeah. And I, I remember I was the only one of the very few dancers I ever can honestly skate, say I was scared shitless to shoot because oh, I was yeah? so nervous was Corella Kraken. Oh, she's so good. I did not want to screw that up. I was so nervous. And I remember I was in Blondie's and I'm standing down there and she was next. And I'm thinking in my head, just don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. And then her music comes on and she comes walking out. And I'm like, don't screw this up. And then it just was like, I was blown away. Yeah. Like like the the, the size of the shows and the talent. And, and, and then I really started to really appreciate just like, you know, how talented mm-hmm. you know and, and just how much strength and, and the choreo like all of that stuff yeah so it was really then that I, I I gained the appreciation for really what's going on on stage and that's why I get frustrated with I don't want to say some clubs but just most of them with lighting and stuff yeah yeah I want to bring think, up like logistics like what about lighting and like just uh, being in the right place and positioning and 
It's so hard. <laughs> there's a, I don't think there's a lot of photographers that would have stuck with it mm. like I have. And it's not a knock on them, but generally speaking, photographers like to be able to control things. Yeah, for sure. Like control the lighting, control the scene, control all the stuff. And yeah. I can't. I literally walk into a club, and if I've never been there before, I have no idea what I'm walking into, light-wise, mm-hmm. stage-wise, staff-wise, yeah. patron-wise. There's so many variables that are completely out of my control. Yeah, why don't you walk us through that? Because, I mean, like, starting off with maybe lighting and then going even to, um, like, dodging patrons that, you know, like, there's so many well, things you have to factor in to get a good well, shot. I- yeah, well, I've never, I've never drank while I shoot, mm-hmm. except at Jets and Red Deer, but that was not my choice. They just oh. kept filling up my glass. Oh my and God. I had such a good time there. It was, yeah, it was so good. But, Fun. And, and I did that for a couple reasons. I always felt like, even though I'm not staff, I'm also not a patron, and so I would abide by staff rules. Right, that's, yeah, that's sort of. pretty good. Um, so I didn't drink also just because I think the optics of it didn't, wouldn't look professional. If somebody, oh, look at the drunk photographer getting slammed at the bar. And, yeah, doesn't look too And then good. also, when drinking, people say things that they shouldn't and all the stuff, and I always wanted to kind of be in my own, like, you know, I wanted to be clear thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, for and, sure. And finally, and most, and probably the, the biggest thing is it's not easy to do. straight little don't drink and do it yeah so yeah and walking in and you don't know what you've got for lights you don't know how helpful the dj is going to be you don't know Mm because the dj he's the one working the lights if you forget about you or anything and you're dead in the water down there you know if all of a sudden he forgets to turn the lights on or only turns half of them on or you know there's True. And sometimes they just don't have the lights. And it's oh, dark, like I gosh. say. Some of these clubs, it's like trying to shoot in a closet with nothing but a Christmas light. Oh. And, you know, it's dark. And you just try to make the best of it. Totally. Yeah, I never even and thought I think about I've done that. It now. So I've done 10 clubs, 10, 12 clubs. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to get used to not getting my hopes up when I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming in with like, you know, low expectations. His standards are about it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's fair yeah. enough too. I mean, like, as we all know, I mean, actually, I'm not going to assume that everyone's been to a strip club, but generally the lighting's pretty low and there's maybe yeah. some kind of some spotlights or some moving interchangeable lights that kind of go on and move around the stage so it, as a photographer, that could be really, really hard to capture whoever you're shooting to get into the light. Because I remember you, when you were saying like, oh, yeah, try to come in this part of the stage because the very front is there's like no lighting there. And this pole has better lighting and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. trying to keep that in mind. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's only one variable. Like, talk to yeah. us about other kind of factors that can kind of make it a bit challenging being a photographer in the club because yes it sounds all glamorous like yeah you get to shoot naked girls but like there's a lot of other factors that come come into play as well in terms of like there's just a lot of drunk people there too yeah you yeah know, that's they're, an obstacle they're coming up behind me and they're saying what a great job i have and oh gosh 
how that they want to be a photographer and or they are a photographer and that they would like to get into this because it would be so interesting. Interesting. And, like, <laughs> and, and it's just for me because it's not about me when I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's about the dancers, you know, doing what they do, making as much as they can and the people there having a good time and not feel like they're under a microscope of a camera and stuff. So I try to stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. I can easily cut in front of people and to get that shot, but I don't. And I tell the servers at any of the clubs, walk in front of me. I said, don't, if you see me shooting, don't stop and wait for me to shoot. I said, I'm used to it. Just go about your business. Let me mm-hmm. move around and find my way around. Yeah. I don't want the club to change because I don't want... When I leave, I don't want people to say, man, that was a big disruption having him here. Right. I want them to say, I didn't even realize he was here. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. That's And that's what I want. And I also, I'll tell the dancers a lot of times, this isn't a photo shoot. You can't pose. Yeah. Just do your thing. That's what it's about. It's, it's not about capturing that perfect pose. It's about capturing your show and who mm-hmm. you are on stage. Absolutely. So yeah. that's what I try to do. I mean... You know, if you have a certain trick that you really, 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 really want to get, then try to hold it for a few seconds. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's lighting, I'll try to get it. But don't change your show for me. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Good to keep in mind, for sure. So, so that's, that, that's my approach, really, is I try yeah. to capture the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, so. it's interesting because, like, when you were talking about, like, Miss Nude Canada, for example, and you're anticipating... A dancer's show but you also want to try and guarantee great photos as well like do you ever feel like you're missing out on the show or is it something because you're capturing it you can still kind of relive it or like how do you feel about that yes and no it's a different it's just different because I almost kind of have depending where I'm shooting and what kind of space I have and stuff I almost have almost a better view of the show because mm. I don't, I don't have people talking in my ear generally other than the drunks that come up, but <laughs> I'm there focused on, so I can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And as, as, especially something like Miss New Canada where, you know, they'll do the same routine like for the competition throughout the week and stuff. I know right. what's coming, which helps. Right. And when I've shot a dancer a lot, I know, I know how she dances. I know, some of the some of the dancers as they start walking to the pole i know exactly what they're going to do because i've seen them dance so often yeah and it's not a mm-hmm. negative it, it's just it helps me because i think okay they're going to do this and i try memorizing the lights when i'm at a, at a club i try wow. in my head start memorizing the pattern oh my gosh because, yeah because they could do a, a great trick like an, a, a, you know or actually i don't like the word trick but you know like <laughs> they could be on the pole they could be doing some crazy aerial yeah. Which is awesome, but if there's no light, it doesn't do me any good. Right, yeah, yeah. So I will try in my head to memorize, okay, it's, it's going, you know, red, amber, blue, mm. you know, blue, green, red. And I, and I try to memorize that as best I can Wow. in my head. So I know when to push the button. Right. You know, like I know when, to, when I'm going to have the best chance to get that best picture. Right, yeah. I mean, you don't always get it. You don't always get it. No. You know I mean? but, but every now and then, you uh, you get that. It's just like, yes. You know? That's so Dancers smart. in perfect position. Lighting is perfect. And I, I hit it. 
Wow, I never even thought about that. Like, you're right, like, because they will change. There's a pattern for those mm-hmm. lights and, like, trying to get the right lighting or, like, the right combination is yeah. super smart and <laughs> something that never crosses my mind. So cool. Like, yeah, so that's how I do it. What about, like, the physical, like, the physicality of, of being a photographer? I mean, I'm not just talking, like not just talking about the club, but like even just in regular photography, there's like, it's a very physical job. And I'm sure you are encountering some of the same challenges um, at the club as you would say out in outdoor shoots or other non, non non-strip club type shoots. (laughs) It's a lot in the club. It's a lot of crouching down. Yeah. Because I don't want to block people's view. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm constantly turning, looking behind myself and trying to find that lane where I'm not going to be obstructing people's view. And I'm usually crouching down and shooting up. And yeah, I mean, by the end of it, like when I did Shakers, mm-hmm. I did, you know, eight till, what was it, eight till two? Yeah. It was open. Yeah. I did eight till two the one night. And then they opened the club for me in the afternoon to shoot any dancers who want to come down. And I shot from one to six. And then I shot again from eight till two. So by the time I was done that, I mean, my back is done. Like I'm, yeah. I'm tired by the time that happens, but oh my I was on a track. Oh my God. Oh, it's pretty demanding for sure. Very. But, yeah. Like I, I can imagine your back being completely fucked after that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's worth it. And like the relationships that I make with the dancers, like the friendships and, and knowing what they're like on stage. Like there's some dancers that, I absolutely love to shoot because we have this kind of um, rapport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've done it a lot. I've shot them a lot. And we kind of have this thing. And I, I mean, Natalie Nixon is one. She's still my favorite story on stage. Oh, tell, do tell. Can you, can you share? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we were, do. I was, we were in the Fox and... I always shot from the same place in the Fox because there was this little stairs that went up to the stage where the dancer was. So I was pretty safe there from people. Mm -hmm. And I would shoot and shoot. And Natalie Nixon's dancing away. And all of a sudden, she starts gutting herself laughing. Oh, okay. And (laughs) And I'm looking at her, and she's on her hands, like she's crawling along the stage. And she's laughing, and I'm looking at her. And then she says something to me, but I don't know what she said. So she comes crawling towards me, and she says it again, and I'm, I still can't make out. I think I know what she said, okay. but I thought, there's no way she said that. Uh-oh. She's coming closer, and then I said, what? And sure enough, she, she leans over to me, and she goes, the guy beside you is masturbating. <gasps> and so I'm sitting there, and I look over, and oh. sure enough, the guy sitting stage, he's just grabbing his junk and going at it. Oh, my god! So then I look at her. And then, of course, we both just start now. Well, I'm laughing too. So we're both <laughs> gotten ourselves laughing. And I'm trying to get security's attention. attention. Like, yeah. Hey, there's this dude over here without making a scene. So I'm trying to, but they can't. So we're killing ourselves laughing. She's trying to <laughs> dance laughing. We keep looking at each other and keep laughing. And then uh, she finished. And then I look over. And by that time, the guy had moved and passed out one seat behind oh my and gosh. it was yeah, it was great but it was really it was funny like it was she was killing herself laughing and people were just looking at like what's going yeah, like, on what's happening and, yeah and i remember desiree sky 
she was dancing one time and somebody threw a bag of A&W up on the stage. What? As a tip. <laughs> what? Because she told them to before she went on stage. Somebody's going to A&W and she said, get me whatever. So That's they brought so it and threw it to her when she was on stage. So she put this little A&W ears <laughs> that came in the bag and she was sitting there with her hand. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So I got a picture of that. That's but Lauren awesome. wasn't there, thankfully, because you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> that reminds me of the one time I danced at number five and there's a a person I had a crush on who just coincidentally just happened to show up at the club and he was there in front row and with his friends and you know number five has food right you know chicken strips fries like burgers or whatever and it was, he was just finishing his meal, like, right when I was, like, getting on stage. And I remember just, like, going right up to him and getting some fries and just, like, eating on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good no, time. That was a good time. That's funny. Another person that I have, that when I shoot on stage, we just have this rapport is always funny. Mm-hmm. And it's great because I remember... When I started, she just started as a baby stripper. Oh. And that was Danny Rose. Okay, so yeah. I, I remember seeing Danny. She was one of the first that I shot, actually. And I and I told her this. I said, I remember you first at the Fox when you would walk up those stairs. You had you went really slow and had your head down. Aww. And I said, I look at you now. And I said, you just storm up those stairs. Yeah. Like I said, the growth is just so cool. But like on shower night and stuff, right? She'll go and put her shower cap on and then sit in the middle of the stage with her shower cap on and look at me. And I've got some like hilarious pictures of that. Oh my God. Of her just looking at me making, she'd always make faces at me. <laughs> like she always made faces at me. Was a Desiree Sky always fingered me. I always, she'd always, you know, doing the split or doing whatever and I would get the finger when I'd be taken. But just, so it's things like that. You know, you get to shoot these people. Yeah. And you get this friendship and you get this rapport. And I, I loved, I never got tired of shooting the same person. No. Because they were now my friend and it was just super fun. I mean, it was always That's nice awesome. when somebody new would come just because, okay, I've been looking forward to shooting them and yeah. that stuff. But it was great. I, uh, I loved it. So fun. I love hearing these stories. Like, they're just really, like, I have the biggest smile on my face, too. <laughs> like, I yeah. can, I can oh, just imagine. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, and Grace Haynes. I would yes. always get the big boob hug from Grace. Oh, I love Grace. Because she'd speak with, when she had, like, when she's got her, her stripper boots and stuff on, like, she's so much taller than I am. Yes. But I come right, <laughs> I come up right boob height to her, so I always get the big... Booby hug. The big hug, right? <laughs> That's and, so uh, Yeah, and the, the, the DJ booth and the Fox would be sitting there, and there was this chair, and then she would finish dancing, and she would always come down. She'd come walking in the in the room. She would kind of throw my legs aside, sit right down, and she'd bend right over, hinting that I can okay, I can rub her back now. <laughs> but, I love it so cheeky, yeah, it's, so it's, good. It's great. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, absolutely adore Grace. She's yeah, like it sounds like you obviously really really care about all of us dancers, and it really 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 shows. Um, I wanted yeah. I wanted to try to um, switch gears here too to kind of like talk about the flip side in terms of like creepy predatory male photographers and how you have managed to avoid being pushed in that corner because that honestly is like a lot of 
a lot of photographers out there or it's, photographers it's, quote it's unquote. always a fear yeah I mean, it's, it's always a fear and it, it can be simply a misunderstanding it mm-hmm. can be somebody doesn't like you for some reason so they just are going to say something mm-hmm. um it can be legit where because the, there is a million guys out there i mean i see them all the time yeah. like all you have to do is go on photography model pages and you see some of the guys saying hey looking to do it and it's like you look at the person's work and it's terrible yeah and it's like but they're oh i'd like to get into the erotic and i'd like to do this something uh, dude you can't even shoot a fence post yet <laughs> you know yeah and it's like so it's and i try to be super upfront i tell anybody that i shoot that's new i pretty much say here's the deal i shoot from pg to triple x stuff and everything in between I don't care where your comfort level is. You just tell me where that is. Mm-hmm. And that's what we'll build the shoot. And as long as the shoot fits my style, because mm-hmm. I have a kind of a signature look to my work, mm-hmm. I don't care if there's nudes or not. It mm-hmm. just has to fit my style. Totally. totally. Which is more of an attitude-wise. But I, I bring the nudity thing up right away. So there's no question on either end. Like, right. If you don't want to do nudity, I could care less. If, yeah. if that's what you're looking for, then tell me. Like, I don't want either of us to, to guess. Mm-hmm. And you get asked, is it okay if I bring somebody? And I'm like, I give a shit less. Yeah. Bring whoever you want. I should be in a barn full of bunch of drunk people. Why would I care if you bring a friend? Yeah, totally. So. Like, it's just. Now, Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's okay. Sorry, I'm just talking. My, my only caveat to that is, is I'll say they have to support you 100% in what we're shooting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, if yes. they do that, I don't care if you bring you know, your best friend, your boyfriend, or whoever, I could care less as long as they're supportive. Because if they're not, you're going to be focused on them, not on what we're doing. And there's just going to be this negative vibe to the shoot, and the shoot's not going to go well. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. It's not. But, like, uh, yeah, I have, actually I have an interesting story from oh, somebody bringing somebody. Please I was share. Shooting, I don't know, do you know a dancer, Candace? No, I don't think so. He's great. And... Um, she's from Eastern Europe oh, and fun. we'd shot times and she was at the Fox and she said, Oh, would you come and do a shoot? And I was like, Oh yeah, totally. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I said, what do you want to do it? He said, well, we'll just do it in my room. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So I go down there and we're doing like a boudoir shoot and all stuff. Okay. But her mom was there. What? Her mom? Her mom was there. Her <laughs> room. Oh my God. So I'm like, and I, I, she was on this chair and she was kind of pulling like at her underwear sort of and then her and her mom start talking and I can't remember where they're from but this Eastern European like so then she pulls her underwear down a little bit further and I'm like okay this is just it was so great like, I <laughs> love Candace I mean for her mom to be that supportive yeah it was really cool that's really cool it was just cool. so awkward for me to shoot somebody with like, mom a boudoir there. shoot with their mom there yeah it was just this really, <laughs> I think that's great, hilarious I, there is a lot of it's I mean they talk about the creepy photographer and stuff because yeah. where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of fire in this industry, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I'll I'll share a story that's pretty yeah. uh, recent. So, yeah, um, there's a photographer that I had shot with for a number of years. Like, if I'm counting, I didn't shoot with him this year, but I guess four years total, and a lot of my friends and dancer friends and. And even just pole dancer friends, too. Um, we've all shot with him. And he's been here in Vancouver when he comes twice a year. And then there was 
I also used to travel to Toronto quite a bit as well, um, or passing through. So I was like, oh yeah, let's do a shoot, blah, blah, blah. And then I hear, and I, he was always one that was always trying to push boundaries in terms of like, let's, like, what about implied? Like, let's do a nude shoot, have something topless. And I had never brought any of the stuff up. Like, I was just not there yet. Like, eventually, like, in the past couple of years, I have been obviously a bit more open about that. But, like, I'm very, very picky about how I shoot, like, what my shoots are going to be, what the concepts are going to be, etc. And then I get a message earlier this year, someone tagging me in a post and saying that this photographer has now been charged with voyeurism. Yeah, yeah, he was caught by another model and she had found like a camera in one of his change rooms and and I bring this up not to scare anyone but like literally can happen to anyone because there's so many people out there that are legitimate photographers but there's also like a lot of people that are not doing these this for the right reasons they don't have the right intentions as well so that was some alarming news and like obviously like not a great way to start my week that week and like no because no, then I had to like I decided to come forward to the police and give them my story and all the times that we had shot together because they confiscated like all of his electronic equipment cameras USB sticks and drives and everything so yeah like I don't know if I was on there or not like but it's like a really scary thing and like the male photographer always gets a bad rep because of guys like this. But then on the flip yeah. side, yeah. But on the flip side, there's so many great people like you out there that are actually well, doing for the right reasons. My whole, my, I would be nothing without the trust of the dancers. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. by default, what I shoot is full nude shoots. They're mm-hmm. on stage with nothing on. Yes. But some of them, a lot of them don't do nude modeling. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they have to be able to trust that I have all of these pictures that I'm not going to post them anywhere or I'm not going to. And that's why I'll ask, and you'll get asked too, when I send you, what are you cool with being posted and where and how, and there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you say I want everything censored. I don't care if you say I'm fine with boobs, but anything else censored. Some are like, I don't care what you post as long as I look good. Like, everybody's different. And I actually keep a list on my phone by dancer with what they have told me that they are cool with. Mm -hmm. Because I can't remember. Yeah. (laughs) There's too many now. There's so many. (laughs) Hundreds of dancers, literally. (laughs) Yeah. And I've always been very, I don't like, I don't like copyright law in Canada, how, you know, the photographer, he has the rights, he can do whatever he wants, and da 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 yeah. And that might be true, but I've always looked at it as, you and I are creating something. These are ours. So if one day your life changes, like, you might be fine with saying, I'm okay with you posting topless, I just want anything else censored, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, one day that might change. Yeah, And I true. have no problem whatsoever when a dancer gets a hold of me and say, hey, are you okay if... You know, can you take down any of my dancer pictures now? I've mm-hmm. got a job in the government. I don't want that. 
they never have to ask twice. Yeah. I'm just, yep, done, 100%. I love that. I love that. It's not worth ruining friendships. There's no picture no. I could take that is worth ruining a friendship. Yeah, and consent is sexy, okay? Like, it's yeah. a I'm, good thing. I've always told the dancers, if your life changes, never hesitate at all. Just send me a message and say, hey, can you, you know, life's changed. Can you yeah. take my dancer stuff down? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And I said, I will, and then you go and look at my stuff in case I've missed one, because there is so many There's now. so many. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot so and I mean fair enough like you know people's minds can change life trajectories can change people exit the industry or they just people just want their privacy right and want to move on so and you have to um as a photographer you have to respect that like I'm totally fine with that like I've got like I do an OnlyFans as well for my photography Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but none of my dancer stuff is on there Mm. I, well, I think there's three, but I've actually specifically gone out and asked them since I started in OnlyFans, saying, hey, are you cool with me using our pictures for this? And that was Heather Heaven, Lexi Love, and Emily Sound, and Desiree Sky, I think. Yeah. And, and they said, oh, yeah, no, 100%, feel free. And, I, and the only ones I would post on there are ones where I can tag. You know, yeah. when they actually have an OnlyFans that I can tag. Yeah, exactly. That makes a lot of sense. I don't sense. post any pictures on there where I can't tag the person. And that's the only dancer stuff. And the other dancer stuff, you know, what you see that's out there is what's posted. Yeah, definitely. And that's it. I just, and like I say, it's it's trust. Yes. You know, because there's a ton of dancers that don't, like I say, they don't do nude photography. But by default, I have all these pictures of them. And they have to be able to trust me that they don't go. I mean, they obviously get copies of them all. Yeah, yeah. I have them, but I don't do anything with those ones. There's just... Because they don't want me to, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Totally, totally. So. Cool, cool. Um, there yeah. are a ton of questions that came in, but um, before we go and jump into Q and A, I just kind yeah. of wanted to ask you, like, you know, where has this gig led you, and like, has, is it leading to any other opportunities, or like, what does the future look like for you? Like, is it something that you want to pursue full time, or like maybe you want to tour, or like? Where does the future of Liquid Cherry Strip, like, land? <laughs> I would, you know, I would love to tour more. Yeah. I, I get messages from dancers in, in Australia and oh my all gosh. over saying, would you ever come over here? And, and I would love to, but mm-hmm. it has to be worth my while to go, yeah. you know? Like, I, I would love to. And I think I'm fortunate being where I am in Western Canada because our focus here really is stage. Yes. Where even if I was to go to Toronto and do it, a lot of it is more VIP stuff and not really an emphasis on stage and it would make it more difficult to make it worth my while to go out there. Mm -hmm. Because I had a few dancers ask me from Toronto, oh, would you ever come out here? And I mean, of course I would, but it has to be worth my while, right? Totally. When you're in a club that's VIP-based... I find that's a lot more of the dancers there may not be comfortable with their family knowing they're a dancer or right. it's still a little bit more hidden than more of the girls that do stage and they're promoting themselves and, and all that stuff. So it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not, it is a right or wrong. It's just doing what I do. I don't take necessarily pictures of VIP rooms. I mean, I have, but you know what I mean? I got more <laughs> stage show based yes more than happy i would love to go to the states i've talked to janine quite a bit 
Oh. Like, and she said, oh, I know so many people down here and, and stuff. So, you know, oh. I'd love to go down to the States and, and do some competitions down yeah. there, shoot some competitions. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, the border should be opening up soon, so fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, Miss New Canada. I'm the photographer for Miss New Canada, so when it goes again, which will probably be March of next year, is mm-hmm. my guess, I will definitely be going out to do Even when I quit, I told Ken I committed to doing that. I yeah. said, even if I quit and I don't do this anymore, I will come out and do Miss New Canada. Oh, yeah, and, like, it's oh. a hell of a show. Shows, oh, it's plural. That's great. great. Yeah. So cool. Right. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we move towards Q&A because there's, like, quite a few questions that came in because you're so sure. popular. <laughs> so, I mean, right. we've already spoken a little bit about this, but if you want to add on to this, you can. But um, how do you deal with the stigma surrounding male photographers? You know, you just accept it for what it is. And you try to prove yourself different. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know that not everybody is going to accept me. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you shoot a bunch of nude stuff or it's sex-based or anything in your male photography, there's always going to be that stigma. Yes. And I'm not saying that it's deserved. I'm not saying it's not deserved, you know, as a, as a general rule. I just accepted a long time ago that you know what there's going to be people that accept it and there's going to be people that's not and all you can do is everybody that you shoot and the dancers that I shoot I try to treat them fairly I try to treat, treat them like people I try to treat them like entertainers and I try to give them respect and I think I've done that and I think it's gone a long ways and there's going to be people that don't like it no matter what and there's nothing I can do to change their mind Yep. Welcome so, to sex work and just stigmatization everywhere around the topic. So that's just unfortunately how yeah. it is until things change. So yeah. it all comes down to just to, for me, it's just respect. Mm-hmm. Respect the person that you're shooting. Don't treat them like a target. Don't treat them like a you know just a something you're taking a picture of. Treat them like a person. Totally, it's humanity. You know? and, <laughs> and be clear with what you want mm-hmm. and, and I'll say that because I get a lot of people that will ask me oh I'd like to shoot and I say well what, what are you thinking like what are you looking oh I just want something sexy and I said that doesn't tell me anything no oh my I gosh. said sexy can mean anything sexy can yeah. mean fully clothed downtown and just looking cute and flirty mm-hmm. or sexy can mean double-ended dildos doing whatever like <laughs> yeah. tell me what you want and I, I don't care I'm not going to judge you're not going to make me blush just tell me what you want and then you work from there and then the person you're shooting has the confidence that they know what you expect. You know what they expect. Mm-hmm. There's no guesswork. And yes. when the model, and this, this is why I would always tell the model, be very, very clear what you are comfortable with. Yes. Even if you are willing to be comfortable with more, start slow and say, I am comfortable with this. Because when you get there, if they start pushing it, you can at least say, I told you I was not comfortable with that. And you can leave. Yeah, yeah. There's no miscommunication. When you say, look, I told you I am fine with topless, but that was it. But don't ask me to remove my underwear. I told you I wasn't comfortable with that. Yes, because unfortunately, when, people might try yeah. to ask for more, you yeah. know. So it and happens. When, when the waters are murky and nobody really knows, if the photographer doesn't know, in fairness to the photographer, you might be fully comfortable taking your underwear. He, he doesn't know if you haven't talked about it. Right. Right. 
So when he asks that, then sometimes, you know, the model can think, oh, is he a creep? Is he just trying to get me? But he's not. Mm-hmm. He could be, but, you know, then that's why communication is everything. 100%. On both ends. It saves both parties. Yeah. And if you can get it in writing, all the better. That's yeah. why I talk about it before. Exactly. When you're messaging each other, that's why I bring the nudity thing up right away. Yes. Or have it in a contract if you want. Yeah. You can also do that. That's always an option. So, well, And it also gives the girl... Or, or the model, it could be a male model, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. It also, if they, if even if they're more comfortable than what they say they are a little bit, it also gives them the wiggle room when they're there to say, you know what, I really like this photographer, I feel totally comfortable. Yeah, I'm cool with doing this, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, yeah. All sound advice, and speaking of advice, the next question is, what is your advice for new photographers? Uh, do something else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think, don't, I wish I could follow my own advice on this because that's something that I've really struggled with. Mm -hmm. Shoot what you want to shoot, not what is popular or not what you think people are going to like. Right. Build your base on what you love. Because if you're constantly looking for those lights or trying to get your lighting like this guy or trying to do this, you're always going to be chasing that. You're mm-hmm. not going to have time to do what you want to do because you're chasing what you think other people are going to like. Shoot what you want to shoot and you want. There's going to be people that hate it and there's going to be people that like it. And mm-hmm. even if there's way more people than, that hate it than like it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's At the really end of the day, advice. you have to live with yourself. And I... I'm bad for that, or I have been, I am getting better, but thinking, oh, I wish I could shoot this and this and this, and then after I'm shooting, I'm like, I don't even like that style, why am I even doing that? <laughs> yeah, so, stay true to you, stay true to you. Yeah. Um, what do you know now about your work that you wish you knew when you started out? Ooh, what do I wish I knew then? <laughs> These are great questions. Um, you know, I... <laughs> I think I I wish I knew back then that it's okay to understand how difficult it's going to be. Mm. Because a lot of frustration, you know, I'd walk into a club and I'm like, oh, I'm dead. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. But now kind of so often, it's almost like I'm walking in now kind of expecting, okay, the lighting's probably, if, you know, if the lighting is good, that's a bonus. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to have to figure it out. And I, yeah. and I wish I knew that because there was a lot of times I'd walk in and I'd be super frustrated. You're almost defeating yourself before you even start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Totally. So I'm better at that. Good. Good. <laughs> um, I guess it's kind of random, but have you ever had any celebrities come in and make a fool out of themselves? Any celebrities? I know. So random. <laughs> I don't... Not that I can remember... Yeah. Not that I can remember. I think I've only ever been to the strip club once, but not not when I was shooting when there was some guys from um, Ralph Macchio's brother and then this other actor were in there, and it was an amateur night at the Cecil in Oh, back in the day when the Cecil still existed. Yeah. Yeah. I was there with my teacher because I was in audio engineering school at the time. Oh, what? 
Wow, I'm surprised. Okay, okay, you went with the teacher. Yeah, so we were in there amateur night, and we're sitting at our table, and all of a sudden, he slinks under the table. My teacher, I'm looking at him like, what the hell's going on? And he goes, oh, my God. And this girl walked in off the street, and she goes over to the DJ, and the DJ's telling her, no, the, like, the contest is over. Like, it's, mm-hmm. And she's not having any of it. Oh, my gosh. And John's like, she's in love with She won't leave me alone. And she's just <gasps> looking at my teacher and talking to the DJ. And finally, the DJ just shrugged his shoulders. And I'll never forget because he put on the cult, Firewoman. And she just <laughs> walked up on stage in her street clothes. She didn't even strip. She literally sat in the center of the stage trying to pull her boots off and her coat and stripped down. And the whole crowd was on their feet cheering. Oh, my she gosh. She literally sat in the middle of the stage and just took her clothes off. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it was Ralph Macchio's brother and... Somebody were there, but that's pretty much my only celebrity story. Cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Along with strip clubs, can strip clubs evolve? For example, do you think that strip clubs can, like, maybe make an OnlyFans and partner with participating dancers or strippers? More, I guess it's more of an opinion piece, but what are your thoughts? You know, you know what? I think the whole industry has to has to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I think strip clubs. I, as a general, not all. Obviously, I'm talking you know broadly. But when you had you know the '80s, '90s, and the Motley Crew, girls, 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 and the strip clubs were this crazy partying place, and then it kind of died out, and it almost seems like it's just kind of hummed along. Yeah. You know, for the last ten years, like it hasn't really evolved into anything bigger or smaller it's just everything's kind of stayed the same and my mm-hmm. argument has always been I'm, like I don't have a horse in the race I'm not mm-hmm. a dancer I'm not an agent I'm not a club owner mm-hmm. and I get to see perspectives from the dancers from club owners from the agents and I'm, I and I try to tell them you know what you're all in the same boat mm-hmm. you need to be rowing together yeah you know yes. like you know, sometimes the clubs might need to listen to the dancers more. Sometimes the dancers need to understand the club's position more. You know, sometimes the agent needs to listen to, to both or they need to let, like, everybody has, nobody has a corner of truth, just like any industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I think the industry is going to be in trouble if it doesn't start changing in some way. And I, again, being a photographer, coming back, I don't think walking into a club where it's all dingy and dark and everything is as nice as walking into a club that's brightly lit and a nice place to be. And you want these dancers to have these expensive costumes and show off this crazy stuff and yeah. in stage that people can't even see them. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You I, know? I have so many opinions on this. Like, uh, have you ever read the, the book Burlesque West? No. You should read it. <laughs> it tells you, yeah. like, a lot about the history of strip clubs, specifically in Vancouver, and mm-hmm. as you read through it, and you're going through the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, and you're seeing how these big, big feature performances, like how that's like kind of like a dying act, and I've kind of like brought it up on the show. This is before I read the book. And then how clubs are all just moving towards VIP, and like the stages are just like disappearing yeah stages are disappearing strip clubs are closing down or like just getting closed and being replaced with like condos and stuff and it's just like the saddest thing it's like devolving as opposed to evolving 
But you know what? I used to be able to look in a newspaper and see who was dancing at a club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't I've got anymore. access to all of this social media nowadays, and there's certain clubs. I have no idea who's there. I've never even seen certain clubs even make a post of who's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, everybody has to, and again, let's go back, everybody needs to be pulling from, you know, rowing in the same direction. Yeah. A club needs to advertise the dancers and who's there. The dancer needs to be advertising, you know, herself and the club and the agency needs to be advertising both and people aren't going to come if they don't know who's there why would they yeah absolutely yeah i definitely agree with you on that front i just think that that the industry is settling too much for their regulars right when they need to grow i mean yes every day you're gonna have those 15 same guys but that's not growing you know Mm-hmm. It's not growing That's at all. I would light the stage. I would, I would have a, a, a welcoming, cool place to come and go. Yeah. And be there. Show the, show off the dancers on stage. Some of those costumes are fucking beautiful. Yeah, and they're like thousands of dollars too. Like, and, <laughs> and, and you can't see them. And you can't see them. Totally. Well, so, if any strip club owners are listening, here's a couple tips. <laughs> yeah. Some food for yeah, thought. And, and it's, it is true. Like I, and this is, I am not blowing my own horn here at all. But if you look in the last three years, probably in BC, I think you would be hard pressed to find anyone that has promoted the industry and the dancers as much as I have. Oh, totally. You are like a walking I, billboard. But I, again, it's not blowing my own horn. It's like, but I don't even have a horse in the race. I just take, I don't own a club. I don't mm-hmm. own an agency. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. promote it. Yeah. You know, I would like to see a lot. More. A lot more of BC and Alberta coming together for ideas. Mm, I would love that too. Absolutely. There's so much talent on both sides of the border. And super smart people and beautiful clubs and great clubs. I would love to see, like, I haven't said this to Ken, but (laughs) Ken's going to listen to this, I can guarantee it. (laughs) I would love to see Miss New Canada be that. Yeah. I would love to see, you know what? The top three girls from BC go, the top three girls from Alberta, the top three girls from Manitoba, the top mm-hmm. three from Ontario, or whatever. Yeah, half a dozen wild card spots, and it is a truly a national competition. That would be so cool. I you know, love that idea. I would love it. And then in BC, you have the competition to get there, and in Alberta, you have the competition to get there, and you have... Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah, I guess, like, what was that one that we used to have at the Caddy Shack? Miss New West Coast. Yeah, Miss New West Coast. I did that one, like, a couple of years ago. And, like, well, now we don't have the caddy anymore. Like, where is the venue going to be? And, yeah, but those are all great I, ideas, though. She promised not to tell anybody I was working on Jade at Shakers. Oh, yeah? So. <laughs> oh, yeah, fingers crossed. I would love that. Jade, yeah. if you're listening. You know, I really, I love Jade, and I like her being as young as she is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because when we were talking she was super open to ideas and like no I want to find new ways to do things and stuff which I think is only a positive for the industry 
Yeah, we just need a bit more innovation, I think. New, yeah. fresh ideas, for sure. Okay. Yeah, because there's always going to be a market. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to watch, you know, some hot babe on stage taking their clothes off, right? True. There's always going to be a market. And I would rather see it safe, profitable for everybody, mm-hmm. entertaining for everybody, rather than it go slowly kind of underground and... Yeah, I mean, that's like another, I mean, another side of the argument, too, is just like, I mean, yes, I am all for live performances, but then you have the argument is like, well, you can get naked girls online for free, um, which is the argument I keep hearing, and then I'm also like looking at club demographics, too, in terms of patrons, and there's like a lot of older, like, you know, people that used to be regular patrons in, say, like the 90s. And like the yeah. 80s. And then I'm just like, where are all the younger folk at? Yeah. You know? It's I, just so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I think there is, it sounds awful, but I think there is something to be said for a lot of them would rather just sit home with a beer and play their Xbox and yeah. jerk off porn up before they go to bed. Yeah. And that, that, you know? Yeah. Like they're missing out. I mean, not even, like, take the whole sex, nudity, all of that out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the athleticism and, yes. and, it's a show. and the entertainment of what some of these, you know, the dancers can do, mm-hmm. it's awesome to see. Definitely. Definitely. You know? It's awesome to see. Yes. You know, like, and that's why I go back, like, with Miss New Canada. I mean, when you watch somebody like a Rowan or somebody, I mean, somebody that's up there doing, was it the Iron Cross or whatever? Iron X. Yeah. Iron X. <laughs> <Close. whatever>, and <laughs> I'm looking and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> you know, like somebody can actually do that. Right. You know, and it's just like the core strength that it would take and stuff. And it, yeah, it's just, I would love to see clubs and that to say, you know what? We need to just start promoting mm-hmm. this show. Yeah. Not just one neat posting. Oh, here's, this, here's who's here this week. You know, yeah. actively promoting it. I'd love to see it. Maybe they need it. Good idea. Agent does it for all of the clubs and does it for everybody, right? They need a good marketing manager. Know. Hey guys, I work yeah. in marketing actually, so if you need a freelance, let me know. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I do work in digital marketing, so I specialize yeah. in that. So <laughs> I just think with the I think with the tools available nowadays, mm-hmm. it is just so underutilized. Totally. You know. Totally. I, I, I just and that's my thing is you know if people don't know who's there or, or whatever and that's why i would again i'd love to see more less barriers between you know regions to go and stuff i mean mm-hmm. like who at shade wouldn't love to see a devon star performer who at the five would love to see a corella perform yeah whatever you know and that's not knocking a girl in either province it's no. there's so much talent on both sides show it off yeah Sharing is caring. You know? Yeah. So that's just my, my opinion. I know I doesn't hold much value as far as I don't have anything, but I would, I just, it's a, I love the industry and I love the people in it. Yeah. And I just, it, it hurts me to see these clubs one by one starting to go down. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, everyone needs to get together, figure out a way to save it. 
Totally. Not even just save it. Make it better. Make it better. Elevate it. Yes. (laughs) I'm with you on that. That was a long-winded answer for that question, but that's a big topic. I've thought about that topic topic. a lot. Yeah, and I could just hear your passion in it, and I really, I honestly welcome it. So I'm just like, keep going. Like this is great. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the next two questions are very similar, so I'm just gonna group them together. So. It's uh, what what is the most difficult thing to capture slash what was the most difficult shoot you've had? Oh man, <laughs> um, I I think that the most difficult thing to capture is not everybody wants their picture taken at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so it's trying to catch that interaction between the dancer and the crowd with showing as little of the crowd as I can. Yeah, that's, that's the true. most difficult thing. True. That's the most difficult thing. And Very what tricky. was the, was the part of it? Yeah, it's like what's the most difficult shoot you've had? Like, so, yes, going oh, on a specific experience. Oh, <laughs> most difficult. I think, I don't know if there's a particular one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be tough when you have a dancer that's super excited can't wait for pictures and wants them done but then spends 90% of the show just at the front of the stage talking to the crowd or something oh. and it's like, and it's like I, I'm getting nothing here like there, there's I, I, there's nothing to shoot yeah you know yeah and that can be which I don't blame them because obviously they're hustling and they're mm-hmm. getting money and that, that's what it's about but for me it's hard because it's like she's so excited to get all these crazy pictures and She's yeah. talking talk to the crowd, right? Yeah, so that's that's that's, a, that's hard. That's really hard for sure. That can like, be tough. Ooh, tricky, tricky. <laughs> um, and I guess this is going back to like more perverts and creeps again. But like, sex worker p- photographers are often mislabeled as pervs or creeps. And how do you separate yourself from it all? I know you spoke about this earlier, but if you want to, if there's anything else you want to add, you can add it. I, you know what. Pretty early on, particularly once you start doing any kind of nude shoot or what would be considered a sexual kind of shoot, mm-hmm. you have to make the conscious decision to separate yourself from it with mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I and I I do that. Like I say, I mean, I can be shooting two girls going out with a dildo and stuff, and my focus is okay well where's the lighting where's this going to be you know you have it it's not that you're dumb it's not that you don't realize what's going on right you have to find you have to separate it it's just that simple mm-hmm. you know and that's what I, I that's what i had learned to do pretty early on i mean any photographer that sits there and says oh for girls sit beautiful sitting there being so the dildo you know i well <laughs> Our nature isn't that to not realize that, holy cow, you know, look what's going on. And you need to find a way to separate it, which you can do if you make a conscious effort to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Mm, I was just going to say that (laughs) for sure. You know, you're going to get yourself into trouble. And that's why I do it with the dancers as well. For me, when I'm shooting a dancer, I can have the most beautiful dancer on stage and I'll feel, I'm thinking all lights. Yeah. That's where my mind is. Right. You know, and again, it's not that I'm blind or I'm stupid or or whatever. It's that you have to realize 
you're doing a job. Right. You know? Right. And you, just, you have to separate it. Totally. you got to be professional. So, and, and lots of people don't, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, yeah, that's a sad reality. <laughs> but, but, but lots, I think, I mean, they go into it, and that's, I mean, that's their intent for going into it. Yeah. Right? I mean, do you know how many messages I've got from guys? Oh, yeah, please tell tell the audience. <laughs> tons. I get t- I've had tons over the years. But yeah, I'm a photographer in whatever, and I'm just wondering, so how did you get into, you know, shooting strippers? Because I think it would be just such an intro, and they're trying to, they think they're blowing smoke on my ass, I can't see exactly through what they're trying to say. <laughs> so how did you go getting into it, and and all this stuff, and so right away, I'll go on their profile, I look, nothing about photography on it. No, oh, what kind of camera do you use? And, and, and I said tell pretty much the same thing to all of them. Oh, Before yeah. you ever step foot in a club, anything, you need to gain the trust of the community, and that takes time. Yep. Good. Good. And that's what I say. And, oh, yeah, I know a couple strippers who'd be totally cool with it. I'm like, Oh my God. Good for you. Then go ask them. I guess. <laughs> but you know, it also everything comes comes back to trust. Totally. You know, if I would have acted like a dick out front out of the club, Janine would have never asked me to shoot in the club. Right. Right. You know, and early on there were some dancers that didn't want me just because nobody knew who I was at that point. It's like, well, I was a guy here with a camera. Mm-hmm. But you know, a year into it, I would be hard pressed to say that. Out of the two years, maybe half a dozen never wanted me to do it. Okay. And it was either one because they just didn't feel good that week. I'd shot them before, but they just didn't feel good. Or yeah. they were kind of touring through and didn't really know who I was or what was going on. So they just felt more comfortable not doing it. I see. I see. And, and I never asked them in the club. Mm-hmm. I never asked them. I let them ask me because they knew what I was there for, and if they didn't, I knew that they would ask another dancer, well, what's he doing here? What's that all about? Totally. And I didn't, I didn't want any dancer, and I still don't, to feel pressure that they have to do it. Right, yeah. yeah they have the agency. So I don't, no. Yeah. So I don't put them on the spot. Like, I don't come up to them and say, oh, do you want me to take your pictures and, and all this kind of, because I don't want them to feel like, uh, uh, yeah. like, guess, okay. We're obligated. So, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've missed a few by not asking, because I've had a couple after the fact and saying, well, I just didn't know how it worked. Like, I would have loved to have it done. And I'm just saying, you just, you got to ask me. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's, that's good, though. Yeah, I just, I've always tried to be in the zero pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel obligated to do it. And even no. if I've shot you before, I don't presume that you want it done again. Mm-hmm. You know, I wait mm-hmm. for you to say, hey, are we doing, are you going to shoot my show or whatever? And then we'll go from there. Totally. Fair enough. Right. The only the only thing where that's a little bit different is with something like a Miss New Canada because that's what I'm there to do. Yeah. So then I will approach, or you know, Ken would approach them and say, "Hey, he's coming. Do you want it done? Do you want it done?" Because I made that yeah. very clear at the last Miss New Canada was Ken. I said, "I want every girl. I want you to ask all of the girls." Yeah. If one doesn't want it, that's totally cool. And he came totally. back and said, "No." They all, they all do. So I said, okay. Yay. I don't want, <laughs> ever want somebody to feel pressured. No, so. no, definitely not. Okay. Yeah. So last, yeah. con- last question. Oh, sorry. Second last question. <laughs> yeah. 
is um it's not really i guess not really related to anything super particular but what is your favorite kind of work my favorite kind of work yeah oh man (laughs) you know what i do love shooting in the clubs i i mean i wish i always had great lighting and i wish it was always a perfect world but i think it's because i love the industry Mm-hmm. And there's not many jobs you can do where you actually love it. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's why I've never taken pictures of weddings and I've never done babies. <laughs> I don't want to do that and I don't want no. to turn this into something I don't want, even though I can make way more money doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to turn it into something I don't like. Totally. So, so I do love, I love walking into the club and mm-hmm. seeing my friends and I love doing it. So if I could do it all the time, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. It, well, it shows. Your passion truly shows, honestly. Like, even within your responses and how you speak about the industry and the girls and everything, it just, it's so apparent. I love yeah, it. I, I love it. I love it. I love the dance community. I love them all. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last question. Questions, plural. Um, what was your best experience slash favorite job and what was your worst and what did you learn from it? Shooting wise? They just said favorite experience. I don't know. It's up to you how you want to interpret the question. <laughs> However I mean, you want to answer the best, it. The best. Oh man, it's so hard. I, there's so <laughs> many good times that I've done shooting the club. I used to love the pillow fighting championships and the Fox <gasps> that they had. Fun! It was just a fun night. It was Aww. an absolute blast. And it was funny because Lauren had put them on and we'd be hoping that the city would check because there was such a rule here, no touching between the girls. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have this big contest on the stage where there's pillow fights all at feathers flying. The place was a mess. <laughs> but the, the girls loved it. It was just, it was a night where they could just blow off steam and have fun, and it was just, it was a, an awesome, and I loved shooting those. Oh. And again, Miss New Canada, I loved shooting, just because, yeah. I mean, rarely do you get 15 dancers that are all that good, yeah, that big of shows and everything in one place at one time. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. It was, it, it was crazy. I loved it. <laughs> you know? And all of them. Like, every single one of them had such an amazing show and deserved to be there. It was just, I loved it. I believe so, it. I totally believe what, it. <laughs> that's, why I said, that's why I said to Ken, even if I quit, I would agree that I would go and do that. Because yeah. I loved it. Amazing. But, like, what was your worst experience and what did you learn from it? That's the last question. I don't even know what. I don't think I've had any... I don't think I've had any really, other than I had two guys once that were a nuisance. Oh, no. And they did not want their picture taken. Oh, no. And even though I wasn't taking pictures of them, and they weren't even in it, it was an afternoon, and I was actually shooting this dancer, Asia. Oh, yeah, I missed. I finished, and these two guys come running over, and they're going, what are you doing here? You're not allowed to do that. And I said, yeah, I am. And they're, no, you're not. I said, yeah, I am. And they just, well... You know, show me your camera. I want to see if I'm on there. I said, you're not on there. Well, I want to see, you know, and they just were getting more and more mad. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, because then security came up and was standing behind me looking at them. Yep. 
And they're going, well, I'm going to talk to Lauren. This is bullshit. I've been here and I've never seen this. I said, I'm here every single Friday. I have been at this point. It was like six months. <laughs> and they were pissed. And that was kind of a downer because you're trying to shoot somebody on stage, right? You've got yeah. kind of not an altercation, but this kind of. So that was probably the worst. But it only happened oh. once, which is, you know, pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, in the how many nights I shot to really only have one bad experience. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I've had people that haven't been super thrilled mm-hmm. about it I can tell but I'm pretty good about trying to keep them out and I'm like some places are so dark I can barely see the dancer alone the, the person crosses age totally <laughs> oh gosh well you know what we, we went through all the questions oh my gosh there was a lot <laughs> but before I let you go where can we find you um, Instagram is probably the best mm-hmm. and that's just the liquid cherry strip, Li- the underscore liquid underscore cherry, the underscore strip. There I hate go. that. I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> that drives me crazy, but it is what it is. So, and that's probably the best place. And I love interaction. Like anybody can ask questions anytime totally. for any dancer. Like a lot of times I'll say, Hey, if any dancers want shout outs or VIP or whatever, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what region you're from. If you're a dancer, you're a dancer and you're welcome to my page. So whether you're from Australia or New York or whatever, especially with how many dancers have lost their Instagrams, yes. I have no problem shouting them out. Totally. So, totally. Cool. Yeah, that's probably the best place. Okay. Best place to find me. I'm on Twitter too. I don't use it as much, but. Yes. And yeah. Liquid cherry, I think. Okay, cool. Awesome. Do you want to plug your own your OnlyFans too? Um, it's just yeah, it's just OnlyFans forward slash liquid cherry. That's it. And there you go. Yeah, and I just it's my regular photography and I just post full sets pretty much of the stuff I take. So what you see on my Instagrams are like generally speaking, little snippets of what mm-hmm. you find on my OnlyFans. There we go. Obviously I don't do uh a lot of stuff that people can do on OnlyFans because it is what it is being a photographer. But <laughs> yeah, it's good. This guy posts a lot. I think I've got over thirty five hundred pictures on there now, or something. So. Oh damn! Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Cool. Well, that's yeah, good. Mike, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm so glad we finally were able to get you on. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was fun. Anytime, and yeah, we'll definitely chat again, whether it's in this forum or another, and. Yes. We'll solve we'll solve the problems of the industry and figure it out. Right? I hope so. I mean, you never know who's listening, yeah, right? Too. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I know one person that'll be listening, and I'll get a phone call as soon as this broadcast. So. <laughs> well, it'll be a good phone call. Oh yeah, no, it's it's great. He's been I yeah, oh, good. no complaints at all. And I've always been he's always allowed me to be pretty straight shooter with him too, which has been really cool. So good. I can say I don't like this or I like this or whatever. And, we might disagree, but there's a mutual respect there that totally. we both give a shit about yes. the industry. So there we go, and it's coming from the right place. Yes, the right, <laughs> the right intentions. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much it for today. But don't forget to like, rate, share, review, and subscribe. It is stripped by Sia on Instagram. It's also stripped by Sia on Twitter. And if you want to get at my personal Instagram, it's Sia Steph. And yeah that's pretty much it that's the end of the episode catch you in for another episode next week bye awesome bye
You're listening to Strip by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, artwork by Maria Bellandorama, music by Ted D, and photography by Ian Dabern.